0: This is Work of the Beat. It is Friday night, February 7th, 2020. I'm Kevin Cooney, along with Mike Kern. Glad you could join us on what has become a city in crisis as everyone is freaking out over the basketball team. And the comments, obviously, of one Charles Barkley last night and, and Shaquille O'Neal did not do anything to ease any worried minds around here, and Michael Jack, how
1: are you? Yeah, I was the Flyers last night? By the uh, way, that, we'll get to that at some point the, um, too. That yeah, was not pretty. But you, you could almost predict that. It, oh, it was almost. But anyway, Jim
0: Jackson looks at me and goes uh, at the end of the first period it, when like they, they play like crap. It's still a game then though, right? It's still a game. It's one game. nothing. Yeah. He goes, "It's you." Like
1: <laughs> I show up as I, the angel not, of death. And I used to show up at the <laughs> Phillies games like twice a year, whatever, Mike Rodano would always look at me. It was every time I came, the game went 13 innings. Uh-huh. And he just looked at me and he goes, why? And I'm like, I'm sorry. And my only goal in life was to get it over like in two and a half in regulation. But, um, yeah. Well, let me ask you a question. Was the city happy when Charles said in in, in September, October, he was picking them like to go to the finals? See, that, that's the problem in all this is it's our expectations. And, and granted, And other people's expectations. I mean, they were not supposed to be the sixth seed in the East at this point in time. But again, it's like I look back at the last two Eagle seasons. I look back at the Phillies, what we thought last March. We're the ones who do this to ourselves. And in this case, I understand it. We weren't the only ones on this one. But that's not the point. The, the, The point is that we do this to ourselves. Hey, look, I told you three months ago I thought the Sixers were one of the two best teams in the East. I I, I said, you know, th- I think they're going to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't know what's going to happen. I told you if I was betting amongst the five or six favorites, I would probably take the Sixers only because their odds were better. You know, they were like 10 to 1, let's say. I told you that the Celtics, I said nobody's paid any attention to the Celtics. Mm-hmm. And now and I, I still don't know how good the Celtics are. I, I think it's more of the Sixers being bad well, but look no. at the way, and, and look, we're going to talk for the next hour or so. There's so many issues with this team, but, like, why didn't people see this? Like, this is, this is my thing. We don't see this three months well, ago? Well,
0: and this, let's do the reset here while we're at it. Okay, right now, before the Sixers play the, the Grizzlies tonight at home, which, by the way, the Grizzlies are good. All John, right. No, the Grizzlies have been playing good. Playing I mean, well. Playing well. They're the eighth seed in the West. Yeah. John Morant's the real deal. Well,
1: John yeah. Morant's really good. I thought John Morant was going to be the real deal. I still think Zion Williamson's better. I do too, but, but yeah, I, I had no problem with you, with him coming out of college. Right, I thought he'd be, and he probably went to a situation that's. Mm-hmm. So did Zion. Zion went to a situation. They're going to be good, maybe in a couple of years. So here's the here's the basic rundown: six or
0: numbers, twenty two and two entering to uh, Friday night at home, nine and nineteen on the road. Okay. Both of which are phenomenal numbers. Have lost four in a row on the
2: road. Yeah, After okay. beating
1: the Lakers at home. After right. beating the Lakers at home. And all four of the games were fairly ugly. Yeah. I mean, they played well last night for, you know, like a half or half maybe a third quarter. A third quarter. But, but the the Miami game was atrocious and uh, the Atlanta game was it. They were all atrocious. With the talent they have, this
0: is the number that stands out to me. They're averaging 108.2 points per game. This team built on defense is averaging 106-2. Yeah. The two-point differential is, to me, more of a concern
1: for what goes on long-term. I kept, it's almost I like an analytical. Going, I kept hearing that they were only going to give up like 90 a game.
0: Yeah, that was what they said at the start of the season. Right. Now, opponents' points per game, uh, they would be fourth in the East out of that. But guess what? When you're, only sco- when you're looking at the fact that they are 10th in the East, and points per game scored themselves, you can't really win like this long term. You can't expect to win anything and, big. And yet they've had moments this year,
1: many in fact, where they've gotten you excited. Yeah, you know, the Bucks on Christmas Day, the Lakers They, they a beat couple weeks the Boston ago. three times. Um, I'm probably leaving a couple out that just because it's not popping into my mind. But yeah, and the the part of it that. When when Embiid was out, and I'm not sure if Embiid, look, I don't know how much this this hand thing is messing him up. I, I don't know, but when he was out, Ben Simmons looked like a top five player in the league. For whatever reasons, you know, we, we're going to dissect it. I'm sure the um, but Ben looks out of shape. Which, I mean Embiid? Uh, I'm sorry, Embiid. Which brings you to the equation: Can he ever be in shape? Right, because he told us over the off season he's going to get in better shape. when he was crying after the Toronto loss. Well,
0: Embiid last night against against the Bucks, but still he after stunk. he was six for twenty six from the floor,
1: three oh, yeah. of ten from beyond the three. Yeah, but he was two Third, for his first twenty, 20 I think, or yeah, 18, something, or like that. something like that. He did after a, going. What was the other name? Wasn't he one for eleven or something? One of these games. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm missing, but... Yeah, maybe the Atlanta game? He, whatever. He, yeah, probably. Ben I mean, Simmons, by the way, took six shots last night. Yeah. That's impossible. Even for a guy that don't shoot. hmm You can't take six shots against the Milwaukee Bucks On this road trip,
0: Embiid against Atlanta, 8 for 14.
1: That wasn't the game.
0: At Boston, 1 for 11. That was the game. Okay. Miami, 9 for 14. Yeah. So, last yeah. night, 6 for 26. Yeah. So, you're talking... Three games where they played teams that, to be honest, they should really and and, and here's the other part. Well, they shouldn't beat Boston. No, but he, Boston. But he gave them an advantage in theory,
1: right? Against but but Boston, we look at it. <laughs> we look at it as what well, they should be. No, the Celtics are still the Celtics. They're good. They're not great. They're good. You know, and Miami's good. Right. <laughs> you know, Atlanta. Yeah,
0: Atlanta. And you know. look, we all have mentioned this for about, I would say three weeks about where this team has gone. It's now a national story about where it is. And last night, uh, part one of this, uh, of this is going to be Charles Barkley on uh, the tip off show on TNT.
2: Oh, let me just go ahead and vent now. You know, I picked the Sixers to get to the finals. I think they are the softest mentally weakest team had a bunch of talent. They are the Cleveland Browns of the NBA. Damn. They, they got I, a lot of talent. The Browns? And they talk the talk, and that's it. They, they, they want, like, last summer, and I fell for it, too, because one of the guys, one of our bosses, is Steve Fiorillo, he had me on the Cleveland Browns bandwagon. So, because, you know, they came out telling me about how good they were going to be. And then they got punched in the mouth for game one and got punched in them for the rest of the season. The Philadelphia 76 is my preseason pick to get to the finals. They just talk, Ernie.
0: And that's Charles. And then obviously there was a Shaquille O'Neal quote, which I'll have
2: here in a second,
0: uh, specifically focusing on uh, on what happened with the Sixers. He said that he actually was part of that box with uh, the Sixers ownership group and uh, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons and uh, I'm trying to get that. But, I mean, what, what was your take on the
1: on the comments last night? I don't think they're the Cleveland Browns because they've won 50-some games the last two years. They might win 50 this year. And they've won series. Now, have they won a lot? No. The Browns didn't even make the playoffs. I mean, I, I get what he's trying to say. They're underachieving. Okay, that's fine. Um, They haven't underachieved up to this point. I mean, last year, I don't know if they underachieved. They won 50-some games and lost to Toronto in Game 7 on four bounces. Um, yeah, and and but if we, again, go back to Christmas when they beat the Bucs. Was anybody at that point complaining about the Sixers? No. So, yeah, since then, it hasn't been real good in this road trip, and the optics aren't good. And, and I don't really care about the optics because if, if you're winning – it doesn't matter what the optics are. You know, Ben Simmons can be partying with his girlfriend, and if they go out and win the game and he has a good game, then nobody cares. It's the, – the two things is – and this is what a lot of national people are now talking about. Can – was the team – probably, but can Ben and Embiid win together? And now a lot of them are starting to go – well, maybe – and and – the other part of it is, well, if you're going to get rid of one,
2: Giannis and uh, Embiid, Oops, is sorry forced. about that. Guys. That's all right.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you're going to get rid of one, Which the one consensus again? seems to be you get rid of Embiid, right. Because okay. that's not the way the league is played anymore. And
0: here is Shaq talking about Embiid and why he thinks Embiid is soft.
2: Giannis and uh, Embiid is force. Giannis is playing with force, and Embiid is playing S O F capital T right here. I'm saying, you know what? I'm not shooting no jumpers. I'm going right at you, Kevin McHale. Move right there. I don't care who you are, and look. I'm just going at you right now. I'm taking it oh. to your chest. you seven foot, so am I, but you're still too little. Jump hook him to death. And right here on the other end, he's not playing with force. He's looking for the foul. He has a little band-aid on his little hand. Oh, he wants God. the ref to call the foul. The ref don't call the foul, so he runs back on defense like a little baby, and then you let this guy <laughs> score on you. I'm not being harsh. Player, yeah, that is harsh. I'm not being harsh. That's pretty harsh. No, listen to me. When you go one.
0: And that is O'Neal. And he, and every play basically was Embiid loafing back on defense. And, and that ended up being
1: one of the themes of the night. I mean, it, it's just. Well, then they showed you a picture. Because I, I was watching ESPN today, which I, I always watch ESPN. Of Antic um, or I, I say Giannis because I can't pronounce it. Yeah, Like getting a block with like, tw- or no, sending Simmons in the line with like 25 seconds left. and They're up 10. And he's hustling all over the court. When he didn't have to be at that point because the game was over. Um, And then they had Embiid giving Simmons. a. a, When Simmons threw that one pass, it was a bad pass. Um, But the one thing, Kevin, I go back to last year. They brought Jimmy Butler in. And Jimmy Butler kind of became the man. And I don't think Ben was too thrilled with that. Or at least he didn't look, you know, because Ben could get lost with Jimmy there. But Joe liked Jimmy. Mm -hmm. And that was, okay, then Jimmy goes. And... You look at this team and you have two relatively immature guys trying to lead this team. Now, whether they should be immature in their fourth years in the league, 50, whatever, and they don't have JJ. Well, last year you had a veteran in JJ and a veteran in Jimmy. You don't have that. And I don't know if Tobias is that guy. And I don't know, like, is Josh Richardson that guy? He's only been here three months. Embiid and Simmons have to be those guys. And I, it just doesn't seem like it's happening for reasons. But again, you go back two weeks ago, Ben Simmons had a week or two-week stretch where he was like, "Oh, world. Still didn't shoot, right? but okay. I mean, and now Embiid just looks lost.
0: And, and I think the thing that gets me on all of this is... And, and and I think this now goes to the other question. Look, you're right. The eventual question over the summer is going to be:
1: Can Embiid and Simmons play together under any combination? Unless they get to the Eastern Conference Final and lose in like a six game series, then people then they're not going to trade somebody if that's the case. No. Then. But but I mean that might not happen. Probably won't happen. And they're not the first team. They would not be the first team.
0: In, and forget NBA history and Sixer history where it just didn't work. I mean, you had two dynamic athletes and it just didn't work. You know, look, the reason George McGinnis was straight it was him and Doc couldn't get along. You know, well, that was right. also to get Bobby Jones though. But made, but I'm yeah
1: yeah the the, the underlying right. reason was they didn't need both of them. They didn't need both. Of no, them. I get that. And but, but th- these two guys don't play the same position. No, but
0: it's strange. It's almost like reverse because the center now looks like he's way more comfortable
1: out at the three point line, and the point guard now is more comfortable in the paint. But maybe Joel does that because he knows that Ben needs room inside. I don't know, and that could be, you know. And then he goes back to, you know, is the coach? Are they listening to the
0: coach? Well, and that's the next question. That's the immediate question. And and look, I think we both agreed that. I don't see Brett Brown going anywhere before the end of the year well, why would you well I mean no matter how bad this gets now you're you're not going to make a change at this who point. becomes the coach I don't mean yeah, yeah there's no immediate like no. because even if you even if you made a move now or if you made a move in the offseason the one thing the, the offseason is different. No, no, no. I'm saying, yeah. if you make a move in the offseason, the pool of candidates that the Sixers could, in theory, look at is going to be much, much
1: wider. Okay? Yeah, but you could give a guy an interim tag. I mean, well, you, it would be one of the guys on their staff, I'm assuming. If you let Brick go, yeah, and you All-Star don't necessarily... Break. Do you want Jim O'Brien again? I mean, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't... but I, I, I The question I can't answer... And only the guys in the locker room can answer this question. And you heard, like, Horford say, hey, we, got, we might have some issues in the locker room. Like, oh, okay, whatever. Is it Brett Brown's fault that he's not coaching properly? Or is it their fault that they're not listening to what? I think it's a little bit of both. Right. I, I, don't, I don't, you know, I think Brett... And ultimately, the head coach pays for it, no matter uh, what. I think Brett is a good coach. I'm not sure he... Look, he was around San Antonio all the time. I'm not saying he's Greg Popovich. I don't mean that. But... I can't believe he's so stupid at as to have run an offense that looks as bad as the, the Sixers offense looks at sometimes. But that's all I have to go on. I see the games, I don't know was was like was Ben supposed to be here was somebody, I think it was um Jay Williams that I made an interesting point. He said the best way for Ben Simmons to First of all, it's not a big man league anymore. <laughs> right. I mean, Anthony Davis doesn't even, you know, post up like 20 times a game. Giannis obviously doesn't do that. Um, and Ben can play outside, but Ben can't go up and down the court. Mm-hmm. You know, he can't. Showtime worked, even though they had Alcindor, because they would go up the court without him. Kareem. <laughs> Kareem. Kareem. They say, hey, Kareem, yeah, you just stay back there. We're going to go up here and get a dunk or something, right. which is almost what the Sixers have to do. But he said that he thought that Ben would be better, or at his best, if you had a system where he was the focal point And you surrounded him with shooters. You just you had three, four, five guys who could bang home shots. That that's where he would flourish, right? Okay, okay, but But, they're a long way from that, right?
0: The point being, okay, if you're making a, if you made a move now, you're right. You would presumably just go with somebody on your staff. You could always dip into the Mark Jackson pool if you wanted to. Yeah, but I think that's better that you wait. To, you, the danger played out the danger of course is if you make a move now and, and they do well and do well then you're kind of stuck that's right um so
1: you know obviously I look, like that name by the way mark jackson yeah i i look i don't i just think mark jackson knows what he's talking about he seems like he does i thought mark jackson
0: it. wears on players very quickly there's a lot and of if those you kind and of guys. If, you a, if you have a if you have a if you have a locker room that's already a little fragile
1: I don't know if Mark Jackson's the guy you want to play. Yeah, but a in. player's guy isn't. Obviously, he's a player's guy. Right. That isn't working. So whatever Brett's doing, Brett reminds me a lot of um, Doug Peterson. I don't know how great of an X and O guy is. And I don't know if you have to be. I think for at least up until this last stretch,
2: mm-hmm.
1: he had their backs. And I think the players appreciated that. Now I think they're kind of taking advantage of it. And that hasn't happened with Doug yet. No. I, I don't think players have taken advantage of Doug. But that's usually what happens. Two things can happen: if you have a strict guy like you're like you're saying with Mark, yeah, you get a couple of years maybe, and then at some point they're going to
0: go, "Oh my god!" really? And, and obviously, also when you looked at what Jackson had, and then you look what happened when Steve Kerr took over and the Warriors, It was better. Of implode, yeah, but Steve took over it better. Explode as a great.
1: Yeah, but but Mark kind of set the. He set the foundation for that a little bit. I mean, it's it's not just like Steve walked into a pretty good situation, mm-hmm. I think. But if you get a guy who's a player's coach, that has a shelf life too. And and it's almost like you have to find. And, and usually if you get rid of a guy like Brett, I mean, we see this in baseball all the time, right? Mm-hmm. You get rid of a guy like Brett, you you get the, boy, you're going to bring opposite. a strict guy in, right?
0: I mean usually that's the way I don't it works. know if that's a given okay I'll give you another name David Fisdale who was with the I Knicks. Know, I don't know enough of yeah Fisdale though was really good in Memphis and yeah. the obvious thing is well who can win with the Knicks uh, yeah you could have a Scotty Brooks available at the end of the year Scotty Brooks went to the finals in Oklahoma City there's some questions I think there. at some
1: point somebody and then there's whether it's, Al- whether it's Elton brand and I leave the owners out of it because, the, the, look, the owners are the owners. I want to get to them in a second. Yeah, but the owners are the owners. No, but I want to get to them in a second. That's fine. But it's this is on Elton Brand and whoever the coach is. It about the owners. If somebody has to sit down with Embiid and with Simmons and say, guys, like, what's it going to be? Like, you're supposed to be one of the best. If anything, Embiid is regressed, mm-hmm. it seems like. Simmons is Simmons. He's a unique talent who... Who had a two week stretch where he was like, Wow, you're, you're like, and he's never going to shoot the ball, so you got to get past that. And, and and you know, because maybe these guys never change, maybe this is just the way they are. That Ben's going to be the guy who's going to sit with his girlfriend by the pool the day of they're playing Miami, and Embiid's never going to be in shape because he doesn't have to eat. Pro, they somebody was saying they did, um, uh, what's it, Le- LeBron had, spends like a million. 1.5 million or something a year mm-hmm. to have a p- people around him that specifically keep him in shape. Well, why can't Joel do that? Joel makes 30 million a year, 25 million a year, whatever the hell he makes. Wouldn't you think that they would look at themselves in the mirror? And I mean, I'm guessing right now you're the sixth seed in the East and you're playing like crap. Don't at some point, forget Brett Brown. Brett, Brett Brown's already coming out publicly and say, hey, forget and Joel coming out and say, saying, Joel and, and Ben Bosa, like, yeah, we're soft or we're not playing well, whatever they were saying. How about you look in the mirror and just say, no, I'm Joel Embiid. It takes a lot of balls for
0: a player to say, we're playing soft. Unless you, you, unless you mean yourself.
1: Unless you include hold yourself.
0: On. And then, reportedly, nelly has been on this the last couple of days. Not take the team flight home. And stay back with your girlfriend in in in, in South Beach for an extra night.
1: Okay, sorry, but that, according to Anthony, okay, okay, so we'll go to H. That was pre arranged. I'm not saying that makes it right. After you get your ass kicked the way they did, I, I, I'm, he's he's got to be on that plane. I'm with you, but I'm just saying. In today's world, the way today's world works, and I don't know what the thing you be staying around for. No, how, I think
0: no, never mind. okay.
1: But I'm just I'll saying. In trouble for that one. But go ahead. Well, what, whatever. He was staying around to do. His girlfriend was doing something down there. There was an event. There was something that they were. Okay. So if the Sixers gave him permission three weeks ago or a month ago or whatever. Yes, I'm with you. But I'm 61 years old. I'm saying, yeah, I'm getting. And maybe somebody from one of his teammates should have said that to him. You know, maybe Al Horford goes up and says, hey, you know, Ben. Doesn't or, look good. Or, or maybe Brett says, no, we're practicing tomorrow they had a day off the team had a day off mm-hmm. i don't know uh, but uh, you know they're 24 year old guys 25 year old guys got a lot of money um they they've got a life they're both stubborn um as every superstar is i mean you know Kawhi's stubborn lebron stubborn they're, they're all stubborn um you know it's yeah i i I'm not sure they have the answers, which is. The- and they go out, like you go out in the offseason. They sign Al Horford for a lot of money. Was Al Horford worth it? No. Okay, put him. No, because Al, but Horford, that was their has move.
0: Give, Al Horford has given him what you would expect Al Horford to give him, which would be the veteran leader
1: who's going to step up and stop this madness. Well, but, but I think they bought. I think the problem with Al Horford is they thought he could play with Embiid. Which, obviously, it looks he like... Can't. Yeah. Okay, so now you also bring him in in case something happens to Embiid, which now you're not left with nobody. It's an expensive insurance policy. But but this is this was their off-season move. I know, and that's on this, the GM. Uh, yes, I mean, Elton kind of gets... And, and look... Elton's got a free pass on this. Well, no, nah, and that's okay, because it's, he's only been on a job a year and a half. And before. he was thrown in under... That's fine. goofy circumstances. But, I mean, when Jimmy... Maybe when... And look, Jimmy Butler's not the saint in the room. I get all that. But he's a man... You know Brett said that last year a couple times. He's the adult in he the room. He was the adult in the room. Okay. That wasn't a good one. That sounded oh, Russian. Sorry. That's okay. Um I have a cold. I can't Then mean. That's okay. It's understood. But when Jimmy left and everybody was like the Sixers, "Well, why did the Sixers let him leave?" No, I think it was more Jimmy that wanted to leave. Who looked and went What does that uh-uh. tell you? And Jimmy's not that's always right. right. I don't mean that Jimmy Butler is the is the the give all whatever, but he decided for whatever reason, and you're sitting there going, wait a minute, Jimmy, you can come back. You're going to have to bias you. You lost in Game 7 in Toronto. You almost won. You guys are pretty well-equipped to, 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 you know, that that's just, I don't know.
0: Getting back to the coach thing, all right, we we threw out a couple names there, you know, just Again, speculation because look, we don't know if Brett's going to go. I don't want to
1: throw out names, but you can throw out names. I just well, you know, I find that weird when it, when you still have a coach. That's that's just me. Go ahead. There's going to be one name that'll come up in the off
0: season. Go ahead. Do you think he Jay Wright would
1: consider the Sixers? I've I've said all along that I think the one place I th- I, I I thought the Knicks were too, but apparently he he didn't. Like, you know, when the next job came open. I think he sees Dolan, but okay. And that's fine. Well, like, I think it's the one job, Jay, because he doesn't have to move. His wife is from here, loves it here. He's from here. You don't have to move out of your house. I mean, there's your house. Okay. But Jay's watching all this too. You know, I mean, what is Jay thinking? I mean, he's going to make more money, obviously. He makes pretty good money at Nova. He's got a pretty good situation at Nova. Does he want to become part of this? If, if you come and you win, you'll be a hero. Uh, if Jay come, comes and doesn't win, you know, does it tarnish his reputation? Does he care about his reputation? I don't know if Jay's that kind of guy. I think it would intrigue him. I mean, I mean, intrigue might be the wrong word. Um, he would listen. I, I believe he would have to because he's like 58 years old. It ain't going, you know, he's at the point where you either do it or you don't do it. It's his hometown team. Um, But, you know, he might have thoughts on it, and I don't know what his thoughts would be. What he call John Beeline, you think?
0: to See how John think, Beeline. I don't think
1: he has to call John Beeline to find out. John Beeline went to a crap Ola team. Jay would not be going to a crap Ola team. He'd be going to a team that a lot of people had going to the finals this year. John Beeline was, was stupid. No, he wasn't stupid because you're getting paid a lot of money. Most guys go to that kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Jay would be getting one of the best. I'm not going to say. He'd be going to one of the top eight teams in the league. Is that a fair statement? Pre- presumably, if both stars are still here. But even if. Look, if you trade Embiid or you trade Simmons, you're going to get something good back. All right. I don't know what that good is going to be, but. It's not like you're going to go from being the seventh best team in the league to the 15th. You know, it, it might not be. Um, I don't know. But I think Jay would at least pick up the phone. I mean, would answer the phone. And he might have some thoughts that he might say to them. You know, I. But talking to. There's been a lot of coaches. Maybe he should talk to Billy Donovan. They're friends. Yeah. Billy Donovan went to a. Well, him and B-line, I thought, were, were... But him and... But B-line's situation is not so much same different. Same I know. Yeah. yeah, you're right. But Billy's situation... Billy's Billy was NBA, going to a team that had... A, he went to an a, NBA finals. finals. yeah. And plus, he turned down the magic at one point when he was all signed, sealed, and delivered. Um, yeah, I mean, college... Could, but if you're Jay Wright, do you think, like... And I guess it depends how his season turns out, too. I mean... I mean, Jay's got a pretty good but, team coming back next but, year. But
0: given, obviously, there's a connection with, you know, one, locally, two, the Sixer team president is big at Villanova, with Scott O'Neill. Yeah. I mean, if you're replacing Brett Brown, the conversation's going to come up about Jay right? I think. And, and it may be just so easy to say A plus B plus C. You do that a lot. I, I know, but... No, his name's but, going to come up, Kevin. His name is going to come up. Right. It's a question of would Jay be interested. Now, if Jay's interested in this, if you're the Sixers, you kind of have you, to go. N-
1: n- if Jay makes, I'm going, this is a guess, but I, yeah, I think it's a four. good four to five. Let's say probably. somewhere in there. Okay. Probably have to make it eight. They probably make it maybe more than it. But anyway, you've got a really good gig. Mm-hmm. You're the place. They love you. You've won two titles. Don't mess with happy. (laughs) Next year, you're going to be pretty good, presumably, presumably, and maybe beyond that. You come to the Sixers. Are you going to be? What's the right word? As comfortable? Now more travel, more. It's just more headaches. It's 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 the whole thing is different. You're dealing with men now that are making. More money than you. Who, don't, who won't listen to you? <laughs> the fifth guy on the bench might be Josh Richardson's going to make more money than you. Um, you know, and, but he might want the challenge. Mm-hmm. He might. He might say, hey, you know what? I have I remember when somebody told me about Steve Spurrier once. I, I knew a guy who knew Steve really well. And I said, why the heck would he want to go? He goes, Steve always talked about it's one thing to win an NCAA championship. It's another thing to win the Super Bowl. And I think in, in Jay's profession, it's kind of the same thing. NCAA titles are great. Nobody's going to knock knock no. Mike Sheshewski. And you're on a very elite list if you
0: try if in the NBA, it's Larry Brown. That's it. That's it. I mean That's it.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, you know, who knows? I I mean, I I've never I know that Jay has told some people now this was a couple years ago. I don't mean yesterday that he would like to, to possibly try the NBA. It's, it's the same reason, it's a whole different argument, but when Dumpf went from Penn to temple, everybody's like, why would you want to, he wanted a challenge, he wanted to see if he could be successful at the, at the scholarship level, and, and not, you know, um, and it would be more money. I mean, Jay, Jay would probably close to double his salary And he probably give him like a five, six year. It's, I mean, it's your nest egg. Not that he's not going to have a nest egg. If he stays at Villanova,
0: he'll be fine. But, and Villanova people right now are probably squirming if they're
1: hearing this. So, hey, look,
0: they've had him for
1: six, 17 years. years. You know what? No, 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 no. You're Villanova playing you're on bankers' no, yeah, no, no. on house money. Right if now. he stays there for another five, six, seven, eight, yeah, it's great. Name the name the bill that, or
0: name the court after him, and he's going put the, in the statue he's going in the hall of fame. Yep. Um.
1: he Look, you you've. I don't want to hear one Villanova person tell me, "Oh my God, how can Jay leave?" No, 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 no. Please. And if the Sixers stunk, if they were the Cavaliers, yeah. I say yeah. Just like why you're just going for because at that point you're just going for the money. He goes to the Sixers with this team. No, you're going to a team. Look, LeBron's not getting any younger. No. <clears throat> okay, I don't know where Giannis is going to be. And, you know, in in two years, right? He could he could leave. I don't know. Absolutely. Uh Who wants to stay in Milwaukee all their lives? Maybe Giannis. Um, you know the Sixers. You know how would Jay coach at the pro level? I mean, would he coach? The way he coaches at the college level, you, you know, you're not recruiting players. The biggest difference is Jake can go out and get not everybody he wants, but he can get a lot of guys he wants. Mm-hmm. The NBA, see, where, where are we picking? 27th? <laughs> okay. It's, yeah. Which free agent wants to come here? You know, the Sixers have four guys, Kevin, making $100 million. And this is what you got at Six. And this right is, it's. And who's that remind you of? The Phillies. Um, who've got the payroll. Yeah. And then won 81 games. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. But you're, you're right. Jay Wright, no. If something happens to Brett, what? now obviously if it happens in the season, they're not going to bring Jay Wright's name up. But if something happens to Brett in June, oh, yeah. Jay Wright's name will be the first name that comes up. And it should. Well, in Philadelphia it should. I don't yeah. know if it would in... You know, yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, Let's get Jay on. Get them on. Well, at some point, we're going to get them on. <laughs> Jay. Jay, uh, hypothetically speaking.
0: The, uh, hold on for a second here. The, as I'm looking at something. The the other part, I wanted to mention the ownership. And optics. And I know you said that optics don't matter.
1: That you're not as concerned about optics. No. Until they affect my product on the court. If you think they affect your product on the court, then they matter. Well,
0: I think though that the optics with this ownership group, and they're so in the optics, and I'm talking about Josh Harris, um, uh, David Blitzer, uh, and uh, uh, Michael Levin, who's the head of
1: or who owns Fanatics. Who and most of us couldn't pick those guys out in the lineup. I couldn't. I could pick maybe Josh Harris. Did,
0: did you have a problem with that picture the other night?
1: At the Super Bowl, was would anybody have complained about that picture if they'd beat Miami the next game? It has all to do with results. When they beat the Bucks on Christmas Day, killed them pretty much. Were you worried about the, any optics, no, bad I, optics? You you see, you're making the situation. No, I'm asking a question. I I, I didn't even see the picture. So so de- describe it for me fully so that people know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, the picture is Harris. They're at the Super Bowl. At the
0: Super Bowl right? in a box. Right. Harris, Embiid, Simmons. hmm Blitzer, uh, Harris, uh, Tobias Harris was mm-hmm. uh, the player. Because uh, they, they were playing in Miami 11, the next night. Because they were playing in Miami the next night. Right. And it's basically like you would see if like.
1: The three of us were like... Jerry Jones had Doc Prescott in a box.
0: Well, actually, no. It would almost it was almost just like too It was like fanboyish, you know, like they're all hanging over each other. So
1: where did you want? Okay, so so your owner, okay, your owner's going to the Super Bowl.
2: Here's
0: what. Here's where I. Here's where I think the problem lies. I think that the problem eventually lies with the idea that, and I talked to actually. A couple people that the Flyers last night talking about a little bit Ed Snyder's relationship with with his players. Okay, over the years, mm-hmm. and Ed had a very Ed had players that he certainly was close to. He made sure they were they were set up. He made sure they were heard if they needed to be heard. Mm-hmm. But there was also during a season a little bit of a different uh, a, a differentiation between church and state. Okay, where you you can't be seen partying with guys when you're the boss and especially if you have a situation right now where you're struggling as a group okay and your head coach is getting called in the question Mm -hmm. and now these three owners are partying with three
1: players who
0: barely or not will have say
1: over what you use the word party i'm assuming they were in a box watching a game right okay Let me ask you a question. This isn't like a steal. Let me ask you a question, Kevin. (laughs) Probably, I'm going to guess, this was set up a couple weeks ago, at least, like they said, hey, we're going to be in Miami during the Super Bowl. Where did you want... By the the, the way, not the first time they went to the Super Bowl. Where uh, did you want the 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 players to go? So what would you have preferred? They get two boxes, and Embiid and Tobias and Simmons are in one box. I See, that's the part I don't get. So the Sixers owners have a box... You know, and your players are going to what do you do? Buy them tickets? I mean, what what do you do with them? I, this is what I. How, I about, how about this?
0: I don't think you put it on social media. I don't. I think this is the imaging part. Who put it on
1: social media? Michael Levin. Who's who's Michael Levin? The the owner, one of the ownership okay. group. Well, that's a Michael Levin issue. I mean, you're making like like if Michael Levin thought it was neat to post it on social media for whatever reasons. That's a Michael Levin problem. But to say that, okay, we're going to be in Miami. They're playing, you know, they're playing this really big game. We can go because I'm rich. You're rich. We're all rich. And we're going to go because we might as well be together together, because you're my three players. I don't see what the problem is with that. Does that translate into the loss in Miami the next night? If they had beaten Miami the next night, would anybody have cared about Michael Levin's social post? No. They wouldn't have, but because they did lose and they had lost. Now it's a problem and maybe it is a problem, but I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if the owner has a relationship with his players. In fact, I think it's better that the owner has a relationship than no relationship. But, is, my but is there a
0: point where you could go over the line with a relationship? There's
1: a point where you can go over the line with anything in life, Kevin. I could make bets all the time, and I'm a good. And then all of a sudden, Mike's betting too much. Well, okay, Mike's got a problem. Mike drinks a little bit. Now Mike's drinking a lot. There's a, there's a problem, of course. But but you're you're trying to make a happen. Well, that's again, why I'm, b happen? I'm no, asking. But this. that's what, no. But you're but that's why you're asking. Is because, my my point is okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out what it no, is. No, my
0: my point, I guess, is. There's a there's a factor here that I think and Marcus Hayes wrote it a lot better and I'm actually discussing. That's right. you're
1: doing fine.
0: I think there's a point where as as an owner, you do have to worry about the perception that I am so. I am so trying to be the buddies of my of my players. Okay, if you're a good owner, you take care of your players. Yes, but you don't need to share it with the world because the problem eventually lies when the tough when the times get tough when stuff like this happens
1: so just this and one that came the, out if, if he didn't put this social post I don't think it comes out no it just goes secretive because everything that happens in life around our pro teams is secretive I think that they, it's maybe they're
0: it's just it's got, not a good look okay. as, as a PR as a person who has so what should they have PR, done what should they have done Go watch a game, have fun, but don't give
1: the – when you're struggling the way they have been. So you're upset with the social post? I'm upset with the social post. That's a totally different argument. That, that wasn't the argument okay. you've been making for 15 minutes. Okay. Here's
0: part two of this, okay? And, and, and I think this is a, a, a Sixer problem. This isn't a player problem. I think that the Sixers, from the time the process started, okay – have tried to sell themselves as revolutionary and all all of that gobbledygook of we're elite here and we're doing this better than anybody else and everything. I, I don't, but if you look at the history of this ownership group from the time they bought this team in 2012,
1: okay, what have they succeeded in? Well, they took a team. They won 50 games the last two years. You make it sound like if they don't win a championship, they stunk. They decided we're going to stink some more. We're going to stink even worse. Whether you agree with that or not, and I didn't always, it took too long as far as I was concerned. You end up with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. You won 50-some games two years ago, and everybody was happy. They were excited. You made it to the second round of the playoffs, And you lost to the Celtics. And then everybody was like, oh, we can't beat the Celtics. You come back last year. You add Butler and you add Tobias. And you get to a game seven against the eventual NBA champ. So don't tell me they haven't accomplished anything. That's an accomplishment. I don't know what you think accomplishments are. That's an accomplishment. The last month has not, this season has not went the way people thought it would go. You know what? Last year that happened to the Celtics. Everybody thought the Celtics were going to be so good last year with the bet one of the best coaches in the league. They're, they, they're, they went to the Eastern Conference Finals and lost to LeBron, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. And they were getting Hayward and Kyrie back. And what happened? They weren't that good. It happens. What happened to the Celtics doesn't necessarily mean that's why it happened in Philadelphia. But the last two years they've won 50 50 games for a team that was winning 10 games like four seasons ago, okay? And they're probably, even as bad as this year's been, they're going to win around 50 games. It won't be good enough, and I get it, because they were supposed to win 58 or 60 or something or whatever. But I'm just saying, what, what, what do you mean, what have they accomplished? They've accomplished. They, they've, the last two years, at least last year, they were one of the best five, six teams in the league at the end of the year. Were they not? Nobody else, uh, took, nobody else took uh, Toronto to Game 7 that I was watching. The Bucks didn't. The, the Warriors would have if the Warriors had been the Warriors. Um, so th- I don't want to hear that. They, they, What have they accomplished? I, they, you should know better than to ask that. If they'd won 43 games last year. Yeah, okay, I get you. No, 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 no. They got Back-to-back 50-win seasons. But the whole- when was the last time the Sixers had back-to-back 50-win seasons? Probably the Barkley era. That's 25,
0: 30 years ago. So... They have accomplished oh, wait something. A minute. no 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 what they won fifty under Iverson.
1: Okay, but did they do it 0102? Okay, fine. So it's been 20 years. Okay. They've they've accomplished. They haven't accomplished enough. That's a whole a, and I
0: think this leads to they haven't accomplished what their rhetoric
1: has talked about accomplishing. Okay. Well, but, but, and Bede has a habit of, of first of all, they're they're kind of front runners. That's what they – and beat is. And that led to the question, well, are they, they soft? I don't think it's – it's. I just think they're immature. They're not mature people. And Bede is not a mature guy. If he was a mature guy, he wouldn't get caught in these Twitter wars he gets caught in. He wouldn't get ra- – and this year he looks and unhappy. I, and I'm not
0: having fun. But he looks – he is... does. He
1: looks unhappy because everybody told him he was having too much fun. That's what basically the message was. Joel, you got to calm down. And after the Carl Anthony Towns fight and, and he had and a little Twitter beef. And now he's. And gone. now they told him to right. stop. But yeah. he's not a mature person. If he was a mature person, he would be in better shape. He wouldn't mouth off all the time like this. But people love that stuff. When he. I remember, you know, he, he, uh, Michael Wilbon thinks it's great. That, you know, it's funny because Kornheiser thinks it's, it's not like Kornheiser kind of thinks like us. And and but Will Baum's like, oh no, that's what people want. And that's what okay, fine. But he's not, and I don't think Simmons is that if Simmons was mature, he'd be shooting the ball. Because he'd realize I have this to shoot the ball badder. a little bit. But then again, I can't argue with what he did in that two week stretch. And he still wasn't shooting the ball, but he was getting like 30, you know, he was getting triple doubles every night and scoring like in the high twenties. So something he was doing right. I don't know. Maybe the middle was open. <laughs> I, 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 that's the only answer I got because I, I you know and Horford was playing. I don't know, but it, it, I don't think soft is part of it because when you lose, yeah, you're, you're because they're not what we thought they were going to be at the start of the year, which was this tough Detroit Pistons ball from back with the bad boys. They're not that, and they're not the Knicks of the nineties. They're not. No, they're not because nobody plays that, that anymore. Way anymore. But if you're going to tell us that you're going to play that way, then play that way. And I don't think Brett, and I'm not saying it's his fault, I don't think Brett can play that way. I just don't. He's a European, he wants to play Euroball. And he had Tim Duncan, so he knows what it's like to have a big guy who's really good. Um, And that's why I think he's going to be gone. Because I don't think it's like... Some guy tech tweeted me last week. He goes, so you really now think the Sixers can be the two seed? I never said that. I just said, don't tell me what's, it, that it's impossible. Like If you're asking me right this minute, what do I think? They have a better chance of losing in the first or second round than they do of getting to the finals. Oh, I think that's, yeah. But there's still 30 games to play. I don't know what's going to happen in those 30 games. I don't expect some massive, massive flip to switch. Switch, switch to flip. Yeah, that would be a better word. Uh, um, but what if they get into the playoffs? And what if they get to the fourth seed? I'm just saying. I, but, I don't but know. But think
0: about it. Okay, here we are. 31 games left, I think. Yeah, there's seven games. They're not going to finish two. 30 games left. Okay. They are in the loss column. They are six behind the Celtics are to three. Yeah, they're seven and seven and a half behind the two. Seven and a half behind the two, yeah. and
1: they are five behind Miami what? as the four. So the chance, the, the odds would tell you, they're probably going to be the five seed, and that means they're going to have to go on the road against Miami. Is what mm-hmm. you're telling me? Yeah. Okay, they won't be the favorites in that series, probably. I mean, it might be, it might be close to a pick them because they're the Sixers, and and people know. But yeah, it's it's probably not going to happen. I, I, to sit here and say, well, it, it can happen. No, 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 no. Because if, if Joe, I mean, we've seen too many times when Joel was played like a great player. We've seen too many times when Ben's played like a great player. Josh Richardson will come back at some point. But I really think that they underestimated when they put this all together, what Redick and Butler meant to last year. And last year, you could make the point that, that they were this close. From winning a title. Because I don't know if they would have beat the Bucks or not, but Toronto did. And maybe Toronto did because Kawhi was the best player on the planet at that point. But if they had played the Warriors in the finals, I don't know. The Warriors were all banged up. Could they have won? I
0: don't mean, know. Meanwhile, the Sixers will not have on Friday night uh, Glenn Robinson and Alec Burks. Yeah. Uh, in fact, they may not play even on, I think their next game is Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Against the Bulls, um, and why
1: is that? Because they haven't arrived yet. Again, I, I repeat the question, Counselor. <laughs> why is that? You get on a plane, right? <laughs> you get on uh, now, a plane. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where they were. They Watching Miss Nelly's show,
0: Tyrone Johnson brought up the fact that they they were in, they were you know, on the East Coast with Golden State, mm-hmm. so maybe the collector stuff they had to go. Back to the
1: West Coast. Kevin, and then. Kevin, I, Kevin, I, Kevin, 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 Kevin. Uh, Mike, Kevin, um... Kevin, you're in Boston. You're, you're making a million dollars a year or two million. Wait, 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 I, don't, I don't care what... Clem Robinson probably make a three and a half. I don't okay. care if you're making $500,000. you are in Boston. Mm-hmm. You get on a plane. You come mm-hmm. to Philly. You need clothes? Hey, Mike, Mike Kern's over there in the corner. Mike, you go, schlep, you go over and buy him some clothes. Or we got all these nice sixer warm-ups we're going to give you. Nah, 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 nah. And first of all... I, look, I think were these moves good moves in terms of they didn't give uh, anything better, up, yeah. But it, but it's not the kind of moves that... It's, I don't think it's like getting Iliasova and Bellinari two years ago. No. I could be wrong. But isn't it going to take these guys a little bit of time? Oh, Bob Ford had a great line. <laughs> he said, it's going to take them a while <gasps> to learn the offense, which is fine because none of the Sixers know the offense either. <laughs> and don't they at times look like, though, like they really don't know I, I, what they're I doing. I believe
0: there is a look. Yeah. Whenever this is over, and this will be over at some point.
1: It won't be over in June. No, It'll be in, in June. April
0: or May. Yeah. Um. Maybe late May, but May. Yeah, I think even late May is a stretch, but uh, but I'm, I'm with. You. I mean, if everything goes right. Well, if they're the five-seed, they could get Milwaukee to 7 They're better, even if they get... You know, they're almost at a point where... I think you and I talked about this at the end of Eagles season. You can't let, like, one run fool you about your underlying problems. And the underlying problems here, whether they go on a run or not, are not going away.
1: But it changes the landscape. It does change the landscape. It dulls the anger. And, 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 And it, like, with the Eagles... Maybe not so much with the owners or the people making decisions, but the fan base. It was like, well, now Carson Wentz showed us he's a leader. And I'm not going to argue that. They beat four crappy teams. right? But that's okay. They beat them and Carson. And then it was like, well, now we're going to beat Seattle. And then we're going to go to San Francisco, Green Bay, and we're going to win. The- dudes, cal- yo, calm down. But if the Sixers. They may have had a shot at Green Bay, but okay. That's a whole different but point. But the point is, it's not like Philadelphia fans talk like it was a shot. It was like a really good shot. I know. Okay. We, whatever. If the Sixers get to the Eastern Conference Finals and lose to the Bucs, mm-hmm. despite all the crap that, that's going on, why would you then even think about trading either Simmons or well, Embiid? Well, I don't think you would trade
0: Simmons or Embiid, but I think and you would one, look at the other periphery but stuff. But wouldn't
1: you then have to look at Brett Brown and say, he got it, he got them to play well or better, whatever. When it mattered most, because that's what everybody said about Doug this year, right? But Ma- and Doug, look Ma- at Doug. Like when I say periphery stuff,
0: I'm talking about the Horford, Tobias. Well, and by the way, those guys may be unmovable because
1: of they are unmovable. You ain't mo- with the contract. Why do you think the Sixers can't do anything? Because they can't. They they they've, all their things in a boat were when they the two moves they made last year, right? They get and that's fine. So they go out and give. Who, who's going to pay Horford with their with they're paying Horford. Nobody. Nobody's going to take their on. Other teams have bad contracts, too. And if you trade Tobias, what are you going to get back for Tobias? Because he's your third guy. He's your, you know, And the NBA right now, you need to accumulate as many of those. It's like, we got LeBron. Okay, now we got AD. They still wanted a third guy. They still wanted Kawhi. Because that's how you win at that level. Sure. Unless you have three guys who maybe aren't quite as good or don't fit together like I think Tobias is a nice player. I'm, he was an All Star, right, with the Clippers. Is he a max contract? No. But in this world, he is. See, that's oh,
0: be- because they they knew Butler was walking out the door, so he had to get Harris back. And look
1: uh, at what Truman got the, the other I, day. Uh, it's- He's leading the league in rebounding.
0: You know, nobody I love, wanted him. I love how people mention baseball money and they cringe. And, and look, it's 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 all silly money. Silly money.
1: It's it's all it's monopoly money. and in baseball. They're playing 162 games. Like, I love these people. It's hilarious, Kevin. They'll, they'll say, like, you know how you make sports better? You, know, you got to knock the major league season down. I'm like, okay.
0: Who's paying the contract? Who's
1: paying? Like, nobody ever brings this up. Nobody's like, well, the owners will just have to take less money. No, the owners aren't going to take less If you were an owner, why would you walk into a room and vote to give you give less, give more money games back for the good of the game? <laughs> and now, if they did that, if, God forbid, they did that, your Philly ticket would go from $40 to $50. Now, I will say
0: personally, like, you know, obviously we're, we're in a situation where the MLB collective bargaining agreement, we talked about this with Breen on, on Monday, and the NFL all coming up here in, in the near future, the NHL too, and there's been talk about schedule alterations and all that and playoff format alterations in the NFL. I don't blame a, a player one minute for fighting to get the things exactly the way they want it. You know, like if baseball want to come back, if I'm the uh, players and I want baseball to come back to 154 and you want to collect a bar- bargain think that the players
1: are going to take less money. I the players are going to have th- to take on. less money. If you tell the players they're playing eight fewer games and the owners are going to say, okay, we're going to, we're making uh, whatever. Percentage that would be. Yours. Here's where
0: I think, here's where I think it could happen. Okay, I think it could happen if baseball decides. Okay, we'll have an expanded playoffs, so there's more of you who can earn more money that
1: way. No, no, nobody, no athlete. Please tell me where they are. Gives money back. No guy making eighteen million dollars a year is going to say, "Yeah, you know what? I'll settle for fifteen because you're going to take ten games off my schedule." No, it's the other way. The NFL players will vote to play 17 games even though they don't want to because the NFL is going to give them like eight things they want, whatever those eight things are. They'll not get to do, And they'll bitch and moan the whole way. We can't play 17 games. We're going to get hurt. Uh, okay, you're giving me this, 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 and that. You're going to, you're going to expand rosters by a couple of guys. You're going, yeah, we'll sign on. No, no, no. Nobody in the major leagues or the NHL or is, is going to take less money Because if they were, they would have done it by now. They would have said, yeah, let's play a... The the best NHL season was that year that they had like a 48-game season because of the strike or whatever it was. It was great. NBA would be great if there was like a 60-game schedule. I think the
0: one thing that may come up is the health and welfare thing. If you believe that the health and welfare of your players are better served by having... A 17th game? No, by, by holding firm to... We'll take less money, but no
1: 17th game. That kind of stuff. Whoa, whoa, Kevin, 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 Kevin. They don't have to take less money to not have a 17th game. They've got to... All well, they have to do is vote it down. Well, player shares. No, no, no. Of oh, the income. Kevin, they, I am oh. go, I'm going to guarantee you, right now, in any sport, any of the four major sports, in fact, probably any of the sport, whatever, no player is voting to play eight less games, like let's say in baseball, and take less money. He'll just say I'll play the eight games, or I'll give a half assed effort, or I'll sit out on some, a day game after a night game. Nobody is mm-hmm. signing off on that because we're going to add a round of a playoff, or we're going to do this. We're going no, 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 no. You can give the, it's, it's the other way, like the NFL. We need a 17th game. What do we have to give you to get that 17th game? And then, as the players say, but you're telling us about health and welfare. Well, but if the players sign off, and then this is what's going to happen. They're going to play two exhibition games instead of four. Mm-hmm. They're going to add a 17th game, and they're going to give everybody extra bye week. And they're going to increase the rosters from, how many can you dress on game day? 45? Is it 45 or is that a little low? 47. They'll increase it to 50. 50. And that's and that's what will happen. And then, you know, some guy will get hurt in the 17th game. He'll, his knee will get Chop the tapioca, and, you know, everybody will say, well, that's, that's, baseball's not going to 154 games. Uh, by the way, uh, since we have
0: been on here. What happened? Uh, Brown responding to the. Soft? To the soft comments. Okay. And I'm trying to line it up here. I just saw the video somewhere in here. I bet he's
1: going to say they want, they're not. Here we go. That's where my money's at. An overreaction. I think it's just reality of Ooh. not many reference about our defensive success issue. What are we, third? Are we third in the NBA? I so said fourth the other day, whatever. Yeah, it's okay, third, fourth, but it's royalty. It's not like 27th. And so that's got to count for something. And so maybe life isn't as vicious as it might appear at this particular moment. Um, and so I don't believe that.
0: Okay, so Brett obviously responding.
1: There's a point. Uh, yeah, Th- this is what happens, especially in this town, and maybe a lot of other towns. I have no idea. People react to what just happened, and like I said, I remember, and it's been six weeks now. When they beat the Bucks on Christmas, my God, you, you, you might have thought the parade was starting the next day because we beat, we are. But okay, you were home on Christmas. You're supposed to beat the Bucs. Okay, whatever. Then they beat the Celtics like three straight. Then they beat, you know, we beat the Lakers and now we're going on this four game road swing. And then everything just goes to tapioca on the road swing and you look like crap. And yeah, that's how people are going to react. They're going, you know, you gave up 81 points in the second half mm-hmm. against, uh, what was Miami. Miami? Are you kidding me? 81, but
0: Brown says it's all on the table regarding possible potential changes to the starting lineup. Although we're not there yet,
1: I think. And Josh every,
0: Richardson will. Play.
1: Everybody seems to think, or a lot of people, that Horford should come off the bench and be part of like a good. Now that you got these two guys, you just got, they should almost try to come up, you know, with a four man bench kind of team or whatever. Now in the playoffs, obviously your your rotation kind of gets shortened a little bit. Everybody thinks thigh ball should start. I mean, I don't know what... Yeah. You know, and, and bring Horford in to and, and try to create opportunities for, excuse me, Simmons. You know, I, I mean, it seems almost stupid to say this, but when Simmons and are and, and on the court at the same time, it just doesn't look like it works as good as when only one of them is on the court. And they're your two best players. Uh...
0: When I asked about Horford coming off the bench, Brown says it's all on the table. That's yeah. according to Paul Hudrick.
1: from Anything's NBC. on the table. I, I would agree with that. I mean, look, do I think they're going to win tonight? They're 22-2 and two at home. Grizzlies are playing really well. Uh, yeah, I think. Now, if they lost tonight, who they get Sunday? What's their game? Chicago. Sunday? Here? Yeah. Oh, well, they're going to beat the Bulls. And probably what's going to happen is they're probably going to hit a stretch of games where they're going to be playing a lot of Bulls. And then they'll win, like, seven of nine, um, and then what's going to happen? Like, do you, do you change the narrative? I don't know. Uh, you know, it, it seems to me you have two young players who are all-star players who are kind of immature and have to grow up at some point in time for this team to be – Tobias Harris isn't leading you to an NBA title. No. Josh Richardson isn't. They, they're going to help get you there. All right. But the two guys that got to lead you are, you know, 21 in yeah, the, old,
0: and the uh, old library walking through the door thing. Um, yeah. By, by the way, next, the next. Uh, Give me from the Bulls on. Okay. Bulls on Clippers Tuesday Bulls night. is
1: home Sunday. Yeah. Okay. It's, Clips come in. Clips or, come in here Sunday night okay. or Tuesday night. And they're 22 and two at home. That, that, I'll tell you what. That's a game where I think you'll find out a lot about Tuesday, uh, t- uh, Thursday night, Brooklyn here. So you're telling me they play sun they play fr- they just they're back to back then they're Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday? Yes. Wow. Uh, yeah, you wanna you wanna w- get a when, little... and when's the New Jersey game? What day? Brooklyn? Is
0: it? Thursday. Th- Thursday. Who's after that? Actually that's the twentieth. Is, Thursday that in, tw- is that in Thursday the 20th? Thursday the twentieth? now at home. I'd say after, after the All Star game. Yeah, you're you're a week ahead of your So the last three well, yeah, I saw Tuesday, Thursday, and I didn't okay, look at the dates. That's all right. Okay. So the Bulls, the All Star breaks right after the Bulls. After game? no, after the Clippers game. After the Clippers game on Tuesday night. Okay, then you get when you come out of the break, mm-hmm. Brooklyn, right at home, right at Milwaukee again. Okay. Sure, on that Thursday, on that Saturday night, mm-hmm. Atlanta is that a national game? That's probably a national. That's a national game. Yeah. Okay. Okay, you get Atlanta where, uh, home. Okay, that should be a revenge game for. Well, yeah, right it? at Cleveland. The Knicks That's at home. Win. Knicks are a win. And then the L, Then you go on the West Coast trip. At Clips, uh-huh. at Lakers, uh-huh. at Sacramento, who's not...
1: Yeah, I know. And, okay. okay. And, and who else? And who else? Golden State. Who stinks? Be, yeah. I mean, they've got a, a the lot of... The schedule after the Lakers they, they've game They've got a fair turns. amount of winnable games here. Yeah. Hey, who are the two teams they've lost to at home? I'm trying to remember. Miami. Miami beat them, and uh, I'm trying to think, like, who else? Uh, OKC. Okay, you might be right. I, I just yeah, yeah. I mean, it. Look, they got oh, some, Dallas. They lost the Dallas. They've got some games lost in the, there. M- lost the Miami and Dallas back to back at home. They're at the point now where almost every time they play a good team, mm-hmm. the Clips, the Lakers. I mean, that's going to be a revenge game for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Milwaukee's, uh, anybody of that ilk, you're going to be looking for them to make a statement. The problem is they can make a statement one night, and two nights later, and go out. You know, that could be a flyer segue. Um, Two nights later, go out and, and, you know, do you think, like, going into the playoffs, you're you're really going to know what this team is? No. Okay. Well, then, I agree with you. I'm Unless something happens that I'm not foreseeing. Okay, what, they got 30 games left? Yeah. Okay. Let's say they go... 20 and 10. 20 and 10. That gets them to 50? Yeah. Yeah. That's about what I would say. And that... Probably get you like the fifth seed, like you were saying. Probably is East that good? Fifth I mean, or sixth. East has that many yeah. fifty-win teams. Oh. That means the bottom of the East really must stink. Must right? stink. Um,
0: yeah, Chicago may make the playoffs. Orlando could make the playoffs. I mean, you're talking the cutoff. I mean, could you imagine? By the way, they always do play like crap against Atlanta.
1: Yeah, everybody has teams like there's there's always teams that you have a team for whatever reason, you don't play. Can you imagine... What, what alarms me, by the way, and this is from the Atlanta game last week,
0: that Vince Carter, Vince Carter, who's 42 years old, 22nd year in the league, whatever, made him be look bad.
1: Now, here's what worries me about Atlanta. That Trey Young had like 48, 20, and 10, or whatever he had. That's Ben Simmons. Yeah. I'm not saying it's all Ben Simmons. I don't... Yeah. But Before that game, you got to defensive player to you you got to go to Ben Simmons. Simmons. Yeah, you're you're like six ten. Trey Young's like Mike Kern size. He's really good. You're going to stop this guy, or you're you're going to you're you're going to neutralize this guy. You're going to you're not going to let him beat us. And Ben should say, yeah, yeah, coach, yeah, I want to do that. I want to like stifle him, like whatever. And and, you know, uh, so, but if can you imagine a season where most people thought. You would get to the well. East most final. people thought you'd beat the, probably the second seed, maybe the third at worst, but probably the second. You're going to have a first-round matchup, on in all road. likelihood, against Miami or Boston. Or Toronto. You, or Toronto, where you don't have the home court advantage. I mean, like, what kind of money could you got, have gotten on that four, three months ago? That's incredible. Yeah, and that doesn't mean it can't have a semi-happy ending. Like I said, if to me, if they lose to Milwaukee... If that's assuming Milwaukee doesn't get upset, but if they don't, that's okay to me. I, yeah, it, it's not what I wanted, maybe, but okay. You made the Eastern Final for the third; you took a step. Yep. Um, and then you got to sit back and decide where what you think you're at, what you want to do. But this team can't make like a lot of moves, no, unless they decide to pull the the trigger. And I don't think they're going to pull the trigger.
0: All right, so for us next week, uh, we're Tuesday. Talk flyers, nah. We because we're going next Thursday. We're going to talk to uh, our buddy Jason
1: Martinez. He is going to be on the show. sounds good on the radio. By by the way, I caught a little bit of him with uh, Chris Terrian, I guess it was they were doing like a pregame thing or something. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, Jason Uh, knows his
0: hockey. Yeah, so we're talk flyers next week. Uh, You know your hockey. You were there. (laughs) I do know my hockey. Don't laugh.
1: No, I. I'm laughing because they lost 5 uh, nothing true, when you showed up.
0: True, true story. Well, I've shown up like seven times this year. I'm
1: not blaming you. I know. I'm just talking about last night.
0: <laughs> true story. Okay. So I got to the arena at 6. You go downstairs. You know the, the drill. I mean, go to uh, the Wells Fargo Center. You go down, have dinner, uh, which was turkey, by the way. Was it good? Mm. Anyway. Okay. Um, have dinner. Bullshitting, for lack of a better term, with some guys. Go upstairs. You weren't there for the morning skate? I wasn't there for the morning skate. Okay. Go upstairs in the press box. Yeah, Hear Lauren Hart, everything. Literally go to open my computer. Jersey scores before the computer is hey. open at 13 seconds in.
1: It was funny, and I don't mean to pick on Pat because I like Pat Egan. Pat Egan. works at the Fanatic. Yeah. He's like a producer guy. and A good guy. He's smaller than me, I think, which... Um, we kind of laughed about it when I was in there a couple times. Apparently, according to what they said on the show the other day, he didn't know that Lauren Hart was Gene Hart's daughter. And apparently, Pat's... I mean, look, I don't know everything about everything either, but isn't that kind of... Like, Philadelphia...
0: You you want one... You want one alarming thing if I'm a Flyers fan or if I'm the organization? And we've talked about this in the past. I would count Thursday night, weather not
1: bad. Okay, so there was no travel issues getting to and from. What else was going on? Was there anything going on Thursday night? All Sixers were playing the box, but I don't think that would cut into that. There, there were about four thousand empty seats. Kevin, and you're old enough. You remember this too. yeah? There was a time, and not that long ago. I mean, and they haven't played poorly, by the way. Yeah. It's not, not like a hundred years ago, but there was a time you couldn't get a Flyers ticket. I mean, literally. The Flyers were legitimately sold out. Now you can pick your lower bowl seat. I find that unbelievable. Maybe I'm just an idiot. And I know things slip off. They haven't been good in a while. I I understand that. And people probably waiting for them to win a playoff series or two before they... And the Phillies are kind of going through the same thing now. Um, It'll be interesting, by the way, what the Phillies draw this year with Joe Girardi. And I still think they're going to have their issues, but... But to have three or four thousand empty seats at a flyers' game, especially playing the devils, yeah, like you know i I mean I used to remember when we were lucky enough to get flyers' tickets, and we'd be sitting up like you know third level, it, well, it would have been the, the spectrum, so what would the third level there was a third level, yeah, yeah, I sat you're, you're right, you're right, i, I yeah, true probably. story,
0: I almost got pushed by my buddy off the balcony. <laughs> When Eric Desjardins scored in overtime against the Rangers, you would have landed on Grizzly,
1: and it would have been on Grizzly. Gr- 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 wait, <laughs> what's what's excuse me. Who was it? What's the guy's name? Gr- Gr- uh, Gritty. Gritty. You would have landed on Gritty. It would have broken your fall. You would have been fine. Uh, my friend. That was all before Gritty. Yeah, my friend, the guy at the, who owns the Hoagie yeah. Shop up there in Woodhaven, showed me a picture. It, it, his two buddies. One's his cousin. Grizzly. The guy looks like Gritty. He says to me, he goes, he goes, he goes. Look at this, he goes, and I'm like, and the guy has this like, like red haired kind of like thing um, beard that comes down here, Mm -hmm. and he goes, doesn't he look like gritty? I'm like, my God, you're right. But
0: uh, actually, I'm thinking of Grizzly (laughs) Adams now.
1: That this does bring
0: up the point for all the talk of gritty and how gritty has been a phenomenon and everything. Gritty ain't bringing them in. No, people ultimately don't go to see gritty.
1: Might, well, people don't go because you can't get your kids in because the tickets are so damn expensive. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think. I think there's very few fans that are showing up because even back in the day, the fanatic, was, and those tickets were cheaper. That was that's different baseball's story. different. Yeah, and baseball's different. But and summer and it's no. Yeah, I think it was just a, a way of saying, hey, here's some other reason to come. But it, it's it's interesting because, like I said, I just can't imagine showing up at a Flyers game and seeing like I. A lot of empty seats. It just doesn't compute in my mind. Mm-hmm. But it, it's going to be interesting this year with the Phillies. Because what were they getting, like, last year in September? Like, 20? 20, 24, 23. Okay. Like, are they going to start off this season, like, around the same? Or do Probably. you think some people will buy in because of Joe? Or I don't know. Or That'll be interesting. Yeah. Let me, uh, before we go. Um, and you, you used to be down there. You were covering the team when there was 42 every night, right? I mean for like oh, five straight years, right? Six
0: straight I, years. I, I could I could almost write the attendance total in my in my book and isn't that for about great, four years.
1: Isn't that great though when as a reporter
0: mm-hmm. when you show up somewhere And you know, it was like a it was like a dance club.
1: It was it was the the hippest bar in town. Forty two thousand every night for like six five, six years, whatever it was. Right. And I mean, it's just, you know, and, it's, and you know, you know, it can't stay that way I, because then the team gets bad and, and even if they get real but, good again, they might not do that again.
0: And even if you think about it, that, that sellout streak began on a night in July of 09, okay? like oh nine. Okay. Oh, it didn't
1: start like, in seven or 08? no. Oh, okay. I thought it started. No, around. but
0: before then it was still like, okay. It was like a holiday weekend kind okay. of deal. Okay. All that, uh, which leads us in, before we say goodbye, uh, Our thoughts out to Jim Salisbury and Ricky Batalico, who are. Oh, I saw that picture, but I didn't read what what happened. They are on their way to Clearwater right now. Good for them. In a car. Yeah. Together.
1: What's so bad about that?
0: Because, and somebody brought up, Wags has brought up, that you and I should take a trip like that one time.
1: I'm going to tell you right now. If you were covering the Phillies and I was covering the Phillies, and we were both headed to Clearwater, I wouldn't fly. I would say let's drive, mm-hmm. two day drive. Throw your stuff. Yeah, they anytime. left today. They're going to get there Sunday night. Apparently, anytime you can throw stuff in a car with somebody you don't mind being with, or a couple of somebody's you don't mind being with, we've done this enough in mm-hmm. college basketball. Yes, I, I don't want to go to the airport and get on a plane and and. You yeah, have to pack a suitcase now. This time, I just throw stuff in. Whatever, I I'd be all up well, for that. Terry
0: Toohey and I did this, and I know you you and Giuliano followed the day like later in that same day when we went to Buffalo Absolutely.
2: for Villanova,
0: and we drove up in the middle of a st-
2: storm.
1: Yeah, I mean, but we didn't even th- like like when, when we found out. Okay, they're going to Buffalo, right? Like Joe and I didn't even think about it. It was just like, okay, what time are we leaving? Like.
0: And there was a blizzard coming in, we should point out. It was like during that.
1: Yeah. We got up there and, it, yeah, there was snow. Um, but it, it's so much easier yeah. with a car because you just, okay, it's time to leave. Let's go. Um, you want to you wanna know my favorite part of that trip, by the way? The Buffalo trip? Yeah. See, I missed the one in 14 because I had um, vertigo. Right. Um. What was your favorite part of your trip? I'm I'm gonna guess I can come out with it. But. Oh, I mean we had great meals, we had a good time. Were you at the Italian place?
0: Yes, the we lesson. did. That was a, that, that was, was awesome, very good. But so we got there Monday night, okay. And basically on Tuesday, everybody was told. Did we not get up there till Tuesday? No, you got up there real late Monday night, like because Juliana. We, we got there at night because Juliana decided he wanted to stay back and do the, the the workout.
1: The the yeah, my man, my your man. <laughs> My man. You know, my papers I remember, my I re- papers just saying, No, Mike, Mike, go. Get like, up there. Like, get up there, no. So you guys drove through the snow, I think, okay? I uh, y- y- I don't think it was too bad though. Yeah, I, I yeah, I do remember there being white stuff on the ground, but I I don't think it was like right. her- her- so Tui and I stay out at the airport, Buffalo Airport Marriott.
0: Mm-hmm. You stayed downtown right next
1: door to the arena. Right next
0: to the arena.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. We were in the same hotel as Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And West Virginia. They stayed out
1: there. I forgot West Virginia was there.
0: Okay. Which was ironic because Wisconsin and West Virginia ended up being the two who advanced out of that mm-hmm. subregion. So on Tuesday, there was nothing going on because the snow, it was like 27 inches of snow. It turned out to be on Tuesday. And what they,
1: did we do Tuesday then? Did we? Jay had a. Over at the high school? Uh, Is that uh, when we went over there? at Kenicha's? Uh, we went to the high school. Right. Right. Okay. Jay had a
0: workout, but... Right. So we... I had this massive four-wheel drive rental, all that, and get back, and Bobby Huggins, and, and they had just come in from West Virginia, so by the time Tui and I got down there, Bobby was at the bar, holding court, and it was the funniest evening huh? in co- covering college basketball you could possibly have, because Huggins was just telling incredible stories, some, some and Billy the, Hamm was there, some too. Of
1: the bothersome- some of the best times... We ever had on the road and John Chaney didn't do it very often, but like twice a year, Dayton was one of the places he always did it. He would come down like to the hotel bar, mm-hmm. buy drinks for people and just sit and tell stories for like two. And he would have all like, there'd be people on the other side of the bar who would come over and pull up a chair just, just to sit there. And yeah, that, yeah, it's good too. good times. Um, Buffalo Bay, <laughs> Buffalo Bay. And we also just, went to the Dinosaur. That was awesome. Oh, Dinosaur was great. And then we went to, um, one day we went for lunch somewhere at a little Italian place. Little the Italian place. We went yeah. over to the- to Yeah, you guys
0: didn't go to Anchor with me, though.
1: No, nah, there, there must have- The one night we went somewhere, and we walked, and you weren't with us. No. It was a place maybe four blocks from our hotel- but then Ron Berdovich, I think, had given us the tip about that Italian place, right? That we went to the la- and that was after they lost, right? They lost to Wisconsin, yeah, yeah. So none of because where would we have went that year? Where were we going New back York. to Brooklyn, right? We're going
0: to New York. Is it the Garden? Oh, it was the Garden? Okay, which is ironic because and this is Villanova, obviously has Seton Hall tomorrow, so it's a huge game. Um, we'll talk about that on, Mon- on Monday or Tuesday, whenever we t- tape again. Um, the irony was every time Nova has been lined up to go to the garden, they don't go. They don't go.
1: Yeah, because it's Jay's place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I and but the, the drive home, I remember the drive home. I mean, because we were going because you know I don't know what your drive was like, but we kind of went through because Joe lived, grew up in Scranton, but we didn't go to Scranton though for some anyway. But we were going through Trump Country. I mean, it was scary, like. Um, I am staying out of this No, no, I'm just saying there was, But there were signs all over And, and yeah. it's Joe Paterno country also Which, yeah, you're coming into Pennsylvania You're coming down through But it was just You, you, you realize you're in a different part of the world You just do You're, you're four hours from Philly Or three hours y- You know, it's, hours. Fun, it's
0: funny Because my wife and I are considering going on, My wife got a, a a new job Good for her uh, Starting in early March and you don't have to Well, no, I still I'm have just, to I'm find. just joking um, but we're thinking about trying to go away for a weekend, mm-hmm. you know, just you know, Valentine's day and all that. Oh, you mean next weekend? A weekend. We don't I know which you. one. I got you. Okay. I had thought about going up towards like Placid, you know, like like well, George. Why not? Um, you ever been to Niagara Falls? I've been to Niagara Falls. Is she? She is not, but she does not have her passport.
1: If you, unless you cross over into the Canadian well, side, but that's you what. That's where I all understand. the fun is. Well, I, yeah, but you can still see the falls from the American side. I mean, it's not like, I, yeah, Uh passport would be a good idea. Um, I mean, it's beautiful up there, but I think that's more of a summer trip. What? Up like, 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 Pl- like up in New York, isn't it? You, you know, well, I mean, that's when the trees are going to be, you're going to be, you know, in bloom and stuff. And I mean, you Lake can Lake
0: George up- actually is also supposed to be really nice. Well, you've
1: been up to Cooperstown. It can't be that far from that, is it?
0: No. Oh, Lake 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 Placid's up at like the Vermont, New York border.
1: Oh, so it's on. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's other, actually up near Montreal. If you're I, going up towards Montreal, it's up that yeah. way. We talked about going to Montreal this year. We talked about a lot of things because we're not going to New Orleans because Bernard's not going down to the fall because he's getting inducted into the Boxing Hall of Fame. All right, and there's a lot going on in his life. Um, we, we're probably going to go out and visit my friend in Toledo who I haven't seen in a few years. They just bought a cabin up in Michigan. And they want to take us up to the cabin and everything. So I'm not much of a woodsy person, but it sounds like he said it'll be fun. Yeah,
0: that's the thing about like Lake Placid.
1: It's neither one of us are skiers. Well, I mean, you can sit in the cabin and sit around the fire. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not a winter person in the sense that I never want to go somewhere. I want to go somewhere where it's warm and there's sun and there's a pool right. and there may, might be an ocean. But that's me. I'm... You know, I'm. There's per- also
0: the thought of maybe a weekend in C- Clearwater, but that's a whole different story.
1: Clearwater is <laughs> never a bad idea. I mean, <laughs> you wouldn't have to sell me on Clearwater, no, but that's a little more expensive. Yes, it is. All right, Michael. Yeah, ma'am. Hey, are we off? No, 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 go ahead. Does Villanova win tomorrow? Yeah, I think they bounce back. That'll be a t- the, the spread. A won't be one. much, right? No. When did they lose three in a row? They don't- I think they did last year. When actually. they lose two in a row at home. But didn't they, I think they might have lost three in a row last year at one point because I think it was, like, the first time they'd lost two in a row in, like, four seasons or something since, like, before the cha- the first championship. Yeah. And Seton Hall's tough, and Seton Hall plays them. They tough. don't lose two in a row at Wells Fargo a lot either. And the last one wasn't, wasn't pretty. Wasn't pretty. No, the other night was tough. The other yeah. night was, like, a, a kick to the groin. Yeah. Um. Okay. Hit that button. Which, this one? Second one. Second one. Green one? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank you for joining us. Hope you have a great weekend. We're back next week. Until then, this has been Work of the Beat.